0: Well, hello everybody. I'm Clay Breeze, and we're here with this week's episode of The Watchman, our show The Watchmen. We've been here for five years. We've been giving you this 30-minute show every week for five years because we know that uh, you appreciate how we sound the alarm, how we sound the alarm for any peril and uncertainty that's coming ahead and lies ahead, all right? The, the, the ice on the curve that nobody can see. I mean, we call the alarm, folks. We call it out with a perspective. Our commitment... Is to that perspective and objective truth, and um, as the watchmen, we call it out whenever we see anybody living in the fifth dimension attempting to put something other than facts and uh, truth, and and you know, in front of fact, putting anything in front of facts and truth. Uh, they they do this; these fifth dimensional people, and uh, we we call it out as only we can, and we do. And this is why you tune in every week. So thank you for being with us as we jump right into it. I want to get a little bit into the uh what happened in this this school shooting again. This is this is the big news of the day, and what happened over there in Nashville, and the evil that that came out that day, and the evil that walked into that door and and shot those three children and shot those three adults. And you know, I want to remind everybody again, it wasn't the it was not an AR-15 that did it. Okay, we know that it was not an AR-15. It was a a carbine, okay, a carbine which fires pistol rounds. We want our listeners to know that because if you're listening to the fake news and the fake experts, they're still putting out that fake narrative, so they're all saying it and making declarations of it. This is what's amazing. We know through through the very good video surveillance that they have what that woman was running through that school with. We know that. And we also listen to these liars on TV making declarations that this is an AR-15. So just so you're clear, folks, we're clear on this show here. I'm not making declarations as to what you should or should not watch or news source, what your news source should be. I'm not going to do that. But what I will do on this show is I will call out the lies as they come out so that you can see them and you can make your own determination. So what's happening now is you're seeing the news come out there to try it again. They're trying to politicize this whole thing. And I think the real the real amazing missed point here, and I don't want to miss this, is Biden actually suffered a loss when his son died of brain cancer. It's a real tragedy what happened to his kid, you know, and nobody wants to see someone go through that watching the loss of their child. There can be nothing more painful than that. Well, oh, Biden has an opportunity to actually relate to these people. But because he's well because he's living in the land of of fake of, of fake of belief, okay? Uh he he doesn't he doesn't get it. He's lost his ability to connect with people. He's lost that. So, you know, he he's he's a profane person. He doesn't believe in God. He he believes in abortions up to when the baby's born likely he could be like that new that virginia governor the communist virginia democrat governor who said that he would even support letting a baby who survived an abortion die on the table without assistance as he said that that reporter i'll never forget uh that porter that looked at him like he had losses come out of his ears she was looking at evil for the first time she couldn't believe what she was watching and listening to well biden supports this kind of insanity okay and these people again, they they they're they're believing lies, they support lies. They, they not that they believe it, they just want to use this for a political opportunity opportunity here. So he's missing the opportunity to comfort the families of those who lost the three children and the ones who lost the that for the family member and friends of the other three people that perished, okay, at the hands of this violent murderer. So what's really interesting is that he has the opportunity to do it, but he's missed he's passing up on that opportunity, you see. He's passing up on it because he wants to make political fodder out of this. This is what evil looks like. This is what it looks like when you see it. Okay. So they're trying to make the, they're trying to make this claim that it's something that it wasn't. And, uh, you know, we're, we're denying the fact that this person was insane that went in there and shot these kids, you know, and this is the truth of it. That's the truth of it. Again, it's just, it's really, it's really tragic, but, I wanted to point that out and I, I just wanted to point out, I want to commend the heroes that went in there, I saved them. I saw the body kid the body cam footage of the heroes that went in there and and you know the way they the way they with extreme precision handled the cleared that whole building and zeroed in on the point of the building where, the, where this killer was and then took this killer out all within a 15 minute period of when this killer went through the door. So when the killer went through the door, they had 15 minutes to live at that point in this world. See, this person is living somewhere now for the rest of their life in a place that is a horrible place. That's the lie that the devil has put into this person's head. Because this person was denying they were who God created them to be all along. This is what happened. You know? But the heroes didn't hesitate to run into the building. They didn't they they didn't hesitate at all. They went in there and they they saved the they saved a whole lot of people. But I mean, it's likely again that, that this this shooter, uh, um, you know, it w- had resentment towards the school. I mean, I read somewhere that this person went to this school. I mean, I think that there's something to go on there. But they, I mean, they went on they went on a rampage in a Christian school. You got to think about that. This could be a hate crime. It should be a hate crime. But this Justice Department will not categorize this as a hate crime. It won't happen. And that's the other thing we're gonna see. I, I it's gonna be very interesting to see if the Justice Department categorizes this as a hate crime. Even though the murderer's dead, they couldn't call this a hate crime. Instead, they're calling the, they're calling the gun that this person was, this carbine that this person was, you know, was, was, was shooting or this carbine which fires pistol rounds. Instead, they're calling that an AR-15. So they're, they're not calling it a hate crime and they are calling the, the, the carbine which fires pistol rounds an AR-15. Think about that. Think about how you're being lied to, the people being lied to. This is what's on the news networks, the cable channels. This is what's out there. So this is the lie that's being promulgated out there in every cycle that's out there. So don't miss that, folks. You know, I would never listen to a news channel or read a news source ever, ever again if they were telling me that this was an AR-15. I certainly wouldn't listen to a fake expert. I would be expecting that news channel to never be parading that fake expert out again. I would expect that the news channel would never, ever, ever allow another fake expert on that. That fake expert would not have a job doing any show anywhere. Okay. Um, that's, that's what I would expect. But that's not what happens. So what happens is these news channels bring these people out consistently. They bring them out over and over and over. They consistently bring these people out. Again, lying to the American public, lying to people, making claims that this was something it isn't. And denying the fact that this is a crime, which which is exactly what this is, which is exactly precisely what this is, you know, and, and you know, it's likely the source of, of her resentment was this school. She targeted the school. But anyway, I wanted to point that out because evil was not the weapon, okay? It was evil was in the heart and mind of the, of the killer that went in there to kill and destroy. Don't miss that. But it was evil. It was evil that went into that school. They're surrounded by evil and that's what went in there. But folks, I I just wanted to point that out because what's happening now and you're seeing right now is you're seeing that the Democrats are just trying to make political fuel out of it. And the people see through this because, I mean, if I was a Republican, which I am, but if I was on the national networks, I'd be saying, here we go again. I'd love to be opposite one of these fake experts. I'd love to listen to them call this, let's ban assault weapons. What do you categorize as an assault weapon, sir? What are you calling an assault weapon? My handgun? Per, you know a handgun anybody's handgun or or in or an actual what an ar-15 i mean what are they calling this what are they calling this what are they calling an assault weapon see what's interesting is that they're calling virtually well they're calling any gun this you can you can call any gun an assault weapon you can't so when you ban assault weapons because you're calling something an assault weapon what's going to happen is within the law and this is this is the This is the the trick of the the left here. Instead of saying, let's ban machine guns, which is the way it used to be years ago. I mean, back in the 60s and 70s, they actually banned machine guns. Maybe it was earlier than that. Might have been the 40s and 50s. But they actually banned machine guns. The federal government said if you were arrested with a machine gun, it was a federal crime. They passed a federal law banning machine guns. They were specific what a machine gun was. Everyone understood what a machine gun was a gun that sprayed bullets out by pulling a trigger everybody understood that so when they start using the phrase assault weapon people are envisioning the assault weapon to be like a like a machine gun type weapon you know like one of these that uh, one of these rifles that you know has the ability to sit there and shoot and pull the trigger over and over and and you know put out put out rounds that way people would be in would be envisioning this carbine that this woman had as an assault weapon when it wasn't Okay, they would put in the law their definition of what an assault weapon was. And trust me, this gives them the opportunity. So the very people, again, the very people that you're looking at, okay, who are are these insane people come up with this insane public policy. These people are the ones that want to define what an assault weapon is. Well, folks, if you leave it up to some of these these maniacs, you're going to find that what they define as an assault weapon. Is anything that fires a, a round. Okay? If they do that, then you're going to have an awful lot banned. Now they'll start off with one thing, but be, believe me, the way these laws are written, you can go back and add to it, and add to it and add to it. They will leave it open so they can go back and continually add banned weapons, continually, consistently, over and over and over and over. Their goal is not gun control. Their goal is gun elimination in the public sector. They don't want people owning guns. Now they want they want a society that's subject to the government, so that the next time there's an outbreak of COVID or something worse, they can quarantine people and put them in internment camps, like they did in Australia, like they did in Australia. This happened in Australia. There was the 90s, I believe, back in the 90s, where they banned all those. They they just, they, they banned guns. They banned guns. Now, I mean, did they call them assault weapons back then? They demonized guns so severely that people were against them the problem with it in this country is you have a thing called the constitution which gives us it's the written law of the land that says we can we have the right to keep and bear arms so what they're trying to do is they're trying to define what those arms are all right and they're going to call them assault weapons this is their plan this is what they're trying to muster up then they want to go into okay well the ammunition for these assault weapons we can do this as well we can make them very expensive we can tax them I mean, there's another way of getting money from you. They could also, you know, they just make them impossible to buy. Okay. And, uh, and whatnot. But I mean, folks, I mean, this is what we have to understand. These are the realities that, that are out there. Okay. So, you know, you're, you're dealing with, with insult, you're dealing with people who are lying to you saying that this is an AR-15 in this woman's hands when we know it's a carbine firing pistol rounds. We know that. But they're saying it's an AR-15. Those same people are going to be the ones who define what an assault weapon is. Think about that. Those same people who, declare that, who have not declared and aw- are unwilling to declare that this is a hate crime, okay, that was perpetrated by this woman against this Christian school, those same people that are unwilling to admit that this is a hate crime are the same people that we're going to entrust with defining what an assault weapon is. You see how upside down that is, folks? <laughs> this is where I'm at with it. I think all of us can understand that this is not where we want to be. We do not, we do not want to have that happen to us. We do not want our rights taken away. We don't want to give them away either. We don't want any of that. Okay, so don't miss that. And um, I just wanted to point that out because that's their goal, that's their perspective, that's their perspective. And I want to talk a little bit about the economy here and what's going on with the world today and the economy. The buying power of an American right now is a whole lot less than it was just three, four years ago. So with the increase of the with the increase of wages which is what you're seeing under Trump we had we had wage increases the largest wage wage increases we've ever seen in 50 years in this country I'm talking about wage increases over the previous year not over like the 10 year period okay so we had wage increases that were coming in very very good very heavy okay but you didn't have you did not have the inflation that went with the wage increases like we're having today so you're having wage increases up because obviously we pumped up minimum wage but you also have a cost of living increase uh that's also going with it so the buying power of the new wages isn't there so you're not able to work you cannot afford to do more with the more money you have you're just buying you're just buying less okay your your buying power has been diminished so you have more money to spend on less okay that's just what it comes down to Okay, so the wage increases. Americans are living under a misery index that they are all acknowledging us. So we see it the the way that the misery index, folks, is back. It's back, and we see it now. Back in the '70s, the way uh, the misery index was what Reagan used. Reagan actually coined the phrase misery index because it was a it was what it was the way people were living. Okay, the way people were trying to survive. Okay and uh, right now you have 44% of americans working a second job now to put that in perspective you got nearly half the half the workforce is working a second job to support to support their family uh, because their buying power has been, been diminished now again to put it in perspective we had about 165 million people that were working a few years ago i think it's about 155 million or something like that today we have about 10 million fewer workers but, again, you have 13% increase of people working a second job. So what does that mean? Well, what is 13% of 150, 60 million, okay? Well, it's nearly 20 million. So you you're, you have the population of the state of Georgia, which is nearly what it is. It's nearly the population, like 18, 19 million people. Nearly the entire population of the state of Georgia is now more than was two years ago, working a second job. So we've had an increase in people working a second job under O'Biden, an increase that equals the total population of the state of Georgia. That's a lot of people, folks. That's what 13% is. So don't miss that. You know, 13% doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a whole lot when you're dealing with 160 million. When you're dealing with a number of 160 million, 13% of that is 20 million people. So don't miss that and uh it's just the fact that you can bank on folks like 20 21 million so it's a lot of people and think about that okay you had 40 44 percent of americans are working a second job that's 13 percent more than was under trump okay you've got all these people i mean 69 percent of americans that are self-employed professionals or i should say employed professionals not self-employed they want or have they either have a side job or want one uh you've got you got people working longer hours because they're getting paid by the hour. They want to get that overtime. They want money. They want more money, so they're working longer hours. So, what's really interesting and what you're seeing under Biden is you're seeing longer hours worked, okay, for, for to earn money, to earn more money, okay, than you were earning. so you could buy the same that the same that you were able to buy two years ago, three years ago, with less money. I mean, literally, you're working more for less, and this is this is a uh, quintessential example of what a communist regime looks like. So these people come out there with their fake experts, and they make declarations like, "Well, they you know that they can raise taxes on people, and it's only going to be on select people." They don't realize that 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 people like us are out here making making objective, you know, that are they're calling out objective with an objective perspective. What what does a hundred thousand IRS agents mean to this country? What does it mean? Well you have to pay their salaries and it's staggering when you look at what a hundred thousand is, hundred thousand new IRS agents that are earning like 60 or seventy thousand dollars a year it's staggering what that money is and that's the money they have to get in increased taxes. So what they're doing is they're going to hire these people they're going to cr- crawl through the bank accounts of people like middle class Americans. How can they get more of their fair share out of middle class Americans? What can they do to do that? Well, you have the old Biden misery, misery, misery index coming back, okay, and, and it's gonna be it's gonna be touted as this nineteen seventies misery index, and people are gonna they're gonna recognize what misery looks like when they see it. And in comes the the night, in comes the night and armor that will be Donald J. Trump again, and he will rescue this country from these fanatics and from these liars and from this misery index, and he'll bring back a strong economy. You see, an economist, you know, an American who's a businessman understands how to do this. When your goal is for Americans to be more prosperous, and it's not hard to figure it out, any fifth grader can figure it out. But when your goal is to give people just enough to survive, enough to survive reasonably comfortably, but not too much to where they become too self-sustaining. This is the goal of these communists. You see, these communists, to maintain power, they want to minimize and limit what you have for income. So they, by by making by minimizing the amount of money you, make, you bring in every week, and by and they can do that by increasing costs of things like gasoline and so forth. And by the way, outlawing gas cars so they can control the charging system of your electric car. So they, they're going to promote electric cars so they can control your charging system, i.e. the power grid. They want to control that. So what they're doing is they're going to, Outlaw gas cars are going to force in electric vehicles. They're going to promote them as some super vehicle that's an awesome vehicle. Are, all of these are so awesome. Okay. Until which time there's another COVID pandemic where they got mask mandates and vaccination mandates and you can't you can't charge a car because you're going to have rolling blackouts. Because what they're not figuring out right now is even though they want to have, you know, 100 million electric cars on the road in 10 years. A hundred million electric cars are going to require a completely revamped power grid. And no one's talking about revamping at all. So these people are not, exact, are not exact, exactly smarter than a fifth grader. As a matter of fact, they're not talking about the power grid at all. They're not talking about the strip mining of planet Earth to make the batteries for these electric cars either. This is the truth you can bank out in Denver, folks. The truth you're getting on this perspective, because we give it to you at the speed of sound, the way we do it. That's why you tune in. So, folks, it does come down to that. So, what you're not hearing, so these people that are lying to you right now about the shooter that that attacked the school in Nashville, they're lying about the weapon that this person was using. These same people that refuse to call it a hate crime, these same people that want to outlaw your gas car, are the same people we're gonna we're gonna task with the duty of of solving for our financial woes. Think about the insanity of that statement. Think about how crazy that sounds. It sounds crazy, folks, because it is crazy. Okay, make no mistake about it. Their goal is to minimize our prosperity, to, to marginalize our pursuit of happiness. They want to minimize and marginalize our own happiness. They want to make it more difficult to pursue that happiness. This is the misery index that, that's, going to be, that's going to be on full display in this upcoming election cycle. Don't miss that. And I think what's interesting is Joe Biden is going to be out there trying to tout some things. And I'll tell you what, its going to be, he's going to be put on old display. Again, 69% of employed professionals either have a side job or want one. Think about that. Think about that. Think about the cost of living and how it's gone up. $450 of pure cost. That's pure cost, folks, every month. That's a car payment. Every American's got a card payment of increased costs in their family finances. Think about that factoid, folks. This inflation nation that is supported by these insane Democrats, the public policies that they're promoting, okay, have increased our cost of living, okay, to the point of where every American now that is living out there in the world has now an additional $450 more cost per month. Folks, that is the cost of a car payment, okay? You got people paying off their cars. They're so happy they paid off their car because now they can save money. Well, not to worry. Oh, Biden's economy, he's figured out how to get that car payment, except it's not going to go to an auto, an automaker for an automobile that you're driving around and You don't get the benefit of the car. No, no, no. What you're going to get is more government intervention in your life, more crazy, insane public policy, denouncing this country we live in okay uh you know causing causing children to grow up in an education system hating our country the same society that that they wanted they want to burn down and burn down the constructs and traditions that we have they want to light them on fire that's what they want to do folks they want to light them on fire and you know, I want to I wanna give the I wanna give uh this axiom here because I think this is a very important point here. What happened in Germany, okay, uh ninety years ago. What happened in Germany ninety years ago? Well, what happened ninety years ago is the evil people in Germany, okay, they started with burning their traditions and the constructs that were in that country. That's what they started with. They get rid of the Boy Scouts, they get rid of a lot of stuff. All this stuff they burned and burned to the ground the construction and and traditions that were in that country at the time it started with that then it went to burning books and rewriting history that's right folks burning books and rewriting history sounds familiar Here, that's because it is familiar it's happening in schools every day and it went from that to burning people so don't miss this folks it's the the slippery slope It goes from burning traditions and constructs to burning history and history books, to burning the actual people in the country itself. So, folks, we have to be on guard. We're the Watchmen. We stand out and call it out the way we see it. Thanks for tuning into our show and being with us every week for the last five years. 1 p.m. every Saturday afternoon right here on AM Radio 11AWFYL. See you next week on the Watchmen, folks. I'm Clay Brees. Goodbye for now.